Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. Any Road. The last George Harrison song to be released as a single, and it's a great one. He began writing this in 1988 while making the video for his album Cloud Nine. George Harrison played this song in public once, and I was sitting next to him when he did it on VH1. It was an unreleased song. No one had ever heard it. I gave him a guitar, and he just whipped into this, and it was incredible. And some of that footage is used in the official music video for the song Any Road. It's the opening track to his posthumous album, Brainwashed. It was released on the 12th of May, 2003, 19 years ago today, the last single released by George Harrison, produced by the great Jeff Lynn. I'm John Fugel saying this is Sirius XM Progress. I hope you're doing well. We are at 866-997-GRIT. Um, here's Joe Biden earlier today at a COVID-19 summit of world leaders marking America's own grim milestone of this pandemic era. Today, we mark a tragic milestone here in the United States. One million COVID deaths. We almost do more. We must honor those we have lost by doing everything we can to prevent as many deaths as possible. You know, we're gonna face together global health crises. This is not the last one we've had. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. So we have to invest now, now. Of course, we really hit a million in the death toll a long time ago, but it's finally nearing officially one million. Um, You know, higher profits has been a real culprit in the pandemic. The, the pandemic has led to people delaying care, resulting in insurers retaining premiums that otherwise would have been paid out as medical claims. So uh, obviously the health insurance industry has done great on this. Seven health insurance CEOs raked in a record $283 million last year because the system is rigged. We also found out today that Trump officials collaborated with the meatpacking industry to totally downplay the threat of COVID to plant workers and to block any public health measures which could have saved lives. This new investigation is incredible. They blocked controls, they lied about it, so meat workers would stay on the job and not have any safety precautions. Here's Joe Biden telling world leaders that the pandemic is just the start of the crises we will have to face together as a global community. You know, we're gonna face together global health crises. This is not the last one we've had. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. So we have to invest now, now. Is that the same clip we just played already? It is. 
is there another one or is it is A1 and A2 the same clip? It's it played by accident. Do we have another one? No, that's the one. That's the oh, one. okay. Well, don't I feel like a fucking asshole? On no, top of I, that, please, please, <laughs> sir, please, please on, enjoy the fish. On top of that, Chris, guess guess how many Manhattan office workers, of which you used to be one, uh, how many Manhattan percentage wise? What do you think is the percentage of Manhattan office workers that are back to work full time here in the city? This was in the Nin- Times today. Ninety eight percent. Come on, really. What do you think? What's the percentage of Manhattan workers who have returned to work full time? I think that it's uh, hovering slightly over one third. It is actually much lower. Eight percent. Only eight percent of office workers in this, the capital of the world for expensive office space. Eight percent have returned to work full time. God damn. Let's get to the phones. Y'all been waiting on hold for a very long time. Uh, Mike in Michigan, thanks for your patience. Oh, man. Hey, hi. John. Hello. Uh, I'm just waiting around for Thea. Hello? Yeah, hi. Sorry. We went to you before Thea. It's okay. That's all right. I'll, I'll hang out. I'll listen to later. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just want to say I'm really uh, encouraged by the people you've had on. You know, they give me hope. You know, these people give me hope. I hope so. I figure Chris and I are the nihilists. Let's bring on some smart people to balance us out. Yeah. God bless Steve Winwood at his birthday. Uh, uh, I don't know how old he is, but uh, what yesterday was Eric Burton's birthday. And he's, what, yes, it was. Or he's 81. Steve Winwood is 74. He's a young one. Young guy. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, he was. What was he, like 16 in the Spencer Davis group? He's insanely young, and he's aged really well, too. I met him years ago, and he looks great. For 40 years, I thought it was a black group. Okay. Spencer Davis? Yeah. Yeah, Spencer Davis, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Everyone thought it was a, he, was a, he was a black singer until they saw the video for Back in the High Life again and went, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, and my, my son still thinks he was lip-syncing. So. Lip-syncing what? <laughs> He said he was he wasn't really his voice. Oh, I see. No, that's him. I mean, and I love his voice, but I submit to you, uh, you can listen to the song "Roll with It" a hundred times, and you will never know what the hell the lyrics are to that song. I, I, <laughs> I mean. And by the way, shout out. I mean, I love him in Spencer Davis Group, but shout out to Steve Winwood in Traffic, and shout out to Steve Winwood in Blind Faith with Eric Clapton. Only one album, and it's such a beautiful, weird, awesome record. Yeah, you know, wow. You know, uh, I just listened to that today, in fact. Blind Faith? Yeah, great record. Yeah. I love what you said about Trump is not the Antichrist, but Christ is the Anti-Trump. That's that's a keeper. That's a keeper. You don't need to believe in the Bible as literal fact to to believe in that. It's true. You can't really follow Jesus and follow Trump. It's not possible. Just go by immigration policy alone. It's not possible. There is no such thing as a Trump Christian. Their Messiah is actually a fat racist landlord from Queens. Okay? Jesus is not their Messiah. Jesus is their prop. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, uh, Norm MacDonald says hi, and uh, I say uh, hi, too. Wow. Okay. You've been been talking to Norm? I hope hope everything's okay. You're in. Thank you. Speaking of. Yes? Did you see today that Netflix is going to put out what it will be his final comedy special? No, I didn't. He taped, um, I, I don't think they ended up shooting the whole final thing, but he basically was taping test footage 
oh, of new material great. during oh, the lockdown great. of the pandemic. And so they're going to release it as a spy final special. I love Norm as a stand-up so much. His stand-up is still underrated. He's that good. That makes me so happy. I mean, if you don't believe, listen to the album Me Doing Stand-Up and just hear, I mean, he's not even a stand-up. He's a great writer who delivers this great, brilliant, deconstructionist material on stage. I'm, I'm, you made me really happy. And it's great they announced that on George Carlin's birthday, too. Let me go to Sean and Callie. Hello, Sean. Thank you for your patience on hold all night. Hey, how's everyone doing? So, wonderful interview earlier. Um, I won't even go back on that with uh, Mr. Fukuyama. I got yes. that right? Um, Professor Fukuyama, any, yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I could go on and on about it. So, you know, the reason why I was calling tonight um, is a little bit different because, um, you know, I follow this stuff like crazy like you do and, and all, probably most of the listeners, um, you know, religiously, you know, a junkie into the politics and all that. Sure. But I think we've hit a kind of a stressful point because I'm hearing because I listen to a lot. You know, I do my de- deeds during the day. I find my time to listen to podcasts or listen to the radio um, when I can. Even Stephanie Miller, I love the Stephanie Miller show. I just can't listen enough. It's too early when I'm cooking and stuff. Right. But um, I have to say that let me tell you some people, you got to do some things to keep a balance. And, okay. and the things that I do, um, you know, exercise obvious. That's an obvious one, right? But I'll tell you the one that is really cool. Like tonight – my better half is going to Eddie Vedder in the Oakland arena where I just saw Paul McCartney and, uh, you know, that's Pearl Jam, whatever. You may not like Pearl Jam, but the thing is Pearl going Jam's out great. with the girls. Yeah. Going out with the girls. I'm not invited. No, I'm just kidding. I could have gone, but you know, I got to do things here uh, and I love uh, <laughs> Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam and all that, but okay. it's not only going out and doing things with the girls, going to a hiking club, Go, but here, my, my better half also plays a ukulele. Uh, just she joined a little group and, and learned how to play the ukulele and just played for the Veterans Memorial Center here where I live. And they loved it. And so the main thing is learn something new, people. I agree. Learn something new. Whatever That's the secret is, to aging. That's the secret to aging. Open up new rooms in your brain. This is neuroplasticity. This is how you keep alive and stay young. Keep learning new things, trying new things, challenging yourself in new ways. And, and I couldn't agree more. And, and that is what kind of moves you forward. And I'll tell you what it does also, people, if you don't believe me, try it and then see how much better you sleep. Because yeah. then you get more sleep and that helps you with everything. It True. really does, because you're thinking, you're using your mind. What I believe that people don't sleep right a lot, you know, drugs aside and alcohol aside, all that kind of stuff, is the fact that they don't challenge their mind enough to learn something new, and, and then there's just their mind is racing. So it's really hard to sleep when that happens, you know. So um, that's anyway, true. that's my little two Sort of like hosting a radio show, can... hosting a radio show about how the world's on fire until midnight. I understand. Yeah. And so, you know, this is very important because I love my brothers and sisters. We are the majority people. And when I say we, we are the majority of people that don't believe in this Republican crap and all of that. And we need to stay active. We need to stay engaged. We do not. You know, I understand depression. I understand all that. But we can't afford to have it uh, lose anybody 
to that. And that's them trying to make us feel depressed. That's the Republicans trying to make us, you know, uh, you know, exit being active. And I'm saying stay with it. But that's how you stay with it. You find something new, activate your mind, get some exercise. And, and, and you know, I hope that helps. But I, I'm doing it myself. I do it all the wow. time because yeah. this world's a little crazy. You sound like my therapist just without the weeping. And I, I agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Hey, man, you know, anytime, man. I, I'm telling you because I, I, I will never stop fighting for this country and the American democracy is is uh, fallible as it is, as imperfect as it is. I'm telling you, people, do you really want Donald Trump Jr. running your life in the next few years? And, and don't kid, don't kid yourself. That they line up these knuckleheads ready to take over your life, yeah. and they will be ready to do it. And look what the states are doing. So instead of getting all worried about what all the states are doing and everything, take care of yourself first. Because yes. the only way you're going to help us all is that you're available. And the only way you're going to be available is making sure you take care of your family and your friends, take care of your health, and you do some things on the side to get away from this politics. Stuff. That's how George Carlin ended his show on the Jammin' the New York tour. He said, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. Thank you so much, Sean. Really appreciate it. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Hey, speaking of fighting, here's Nancy Pelosi earlier today on the stunning history made by this Republican assault on women's reproductive rights. Every day, Republicans show their intention to punish and control women, uh, women's most personal health reproductive decisions. The geo-pointed Supreme Court put there for the purpose. You know, in our country, we have always had, because of the brilliance and genius of our Constitution, an expansion of freedom. With this possible, or the suggested draft of it, would be the first time a court has expanded freedom and then re- and then contracted it. Right? I mean, this will be the first time that the Supreme Court has taken away rights. 866-997-GRIT. i got to talk about cryptocurrency, if I might, please. Matt Damon, I hope you're listening. The price of uh, Bitcoin fell below $26,000 for the first time in 16 months. Remember those ads that Matt Damon did? Oh, when was it? Last uh, October 28th. Yeah, that's it. Remember those Fortune Favors the Brave ads where Matt was walking around this weird CGI gallery talking about all the great, brave people in history who made civilization what it is, and that's why you should invest in fake money? Well, today's Bitcoin plunging below 26000 hitting its lowest level in 16 months. Ether, the second biggest digital currency, tanking below $2,000 per coin. The collapse of stablecoin Terra USD. Uh, it wasn't a good day for cryptocurrency. It was a broad sell-off that erased more than $200 billion from the entire market in a single day. The price of Bitcoin plunged as low as $25,401 today, according to Coinmetrics. Bitcoin has since paired its losses, and last trading was uh, down 2.9%. Uh, investors are running away from cryptocurrency at a time when stock markets are plunging from the highs of the COVID pandemic on fears over soaring prices and inflation. Uh, U.S. inflation data out now show prices for goods and services jumping 8.3%. So folks on social media are really giving it to Matt Damon for this. He's catching a lot of heat for those fortune favorite the brave ads. But like, think about it. If you If you bought crypto back then, 
I mean, if you invested $1,000 after you saw Matt Damon's ad, your investment of $1,000 would be down to $550 today. Bitcoin lost over 50% of its value. Well. Yes. Well, there's a few things I have to imagine before I can imagine that. First off, I have to imagine having $1,000. Then I have to imagine knowing how to invest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Matt Damon's not alone. There's a lot of celebrities that jumped into this crypto. Larry David did it. Larry David did it, too. I, I was seeing, you know, like uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Reese Witherspoon, Mila Kunis. There was this kind of surge of people trying to get women more involved in crypto. And they yeah. were, you know, po- kind of touting it as a kind of a feminist kind of movement. We have to take it back and et cetera. Like, you know, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people have lost some money these past weeks and the wealthy people aren't hurting. Well, I got to tell you, Matt Damon, I know you're worried. Um, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. You know why? Uh, they paid Matt Damon in good old fashioned money, not in cryptocurrency. Matt Damon was paid in what we call uh, real money. So he's okay, guys. I know you've been concerned. 866-997-GRIT. Let's say hello to Bill in New Jersey. Bill, thanks for your patience. Hello. Hello. John. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Uh, How are you? Yeah, by the way, good, good. By the way, the American dollar is still the world's reserve currency, and that crypto nonsense I knew was doomed as soon as I heard it, because anything that can be done by man can be undone by man. And with nice. the uh, advent of uh, quantum computers, which are on the rise, they could break up those uh, – whatever they call the lock, uh, chain lock, whatever it is, um, sequences pretty easily. And it's defeatable. And it's backed by nothing. And it's not patriotic. Yeah. And uh, it's used by the underworld. But uh, that's not what I called about. Okay. Um, but it's true. By the way, I want to announce at all the headlines about Matt Damon's crypto ad. Uh, I'm selling an NFT of the headlines about how it crashed. Uh, that's going to be a great. I'll right, give you five hundred thousand for it. There we go. You sold. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, like everybody else, I'm on my way to Asheville tomorrow. Oh. It seems like every time I bump into someone, they're going to Asheville. And yeah, it's uh, a great town. North Carolina. Right. Well, you know what they say about North Carolina. Um, at least it's not South Carolina. You son of a <laughs> Very good. Thank you. I, I felt the same thing every time I went to visit my mother there. I thought, right. you know what? Uh, it could always be a lot more Confederate than this. Look, I would right. fight with you, except I'm absolutely in love with America's great Smoky Mountains. So that's, I. that's true. That's you got true. good taste. I, South Carolina's they beautiful. Them down yet. They're not a big mine pit yet. Um, but... Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, there's a lot going on that's coming up, and it's weird how this thing came out in Supreme Court at this time because there was no filler until June when the uh, July 6th or January 6th committee is going to start having their public hearings. Yep. And then towards the end of June, the Supreme Court's going to drop their bomb on abortion, and that's going to keep the political scene going at least in the Democrats' um, direction. And uh, then you have all these Republican uh, 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 
what you call it, the primaries coming up. You know, there's uh, one in Georgia, and uh, Stacey Abrams is going to run against that, uh, whoever it is, in, you know, Pennsylvania, North Carolina. So there's all that coming up. And um, I think that, that there's enough events that are going to happen that we might be able to hold on to Congress. I but, think it uh, could happen. It, it, I mean, as always, it all depends on the turnout. Yeah, right. But, um, I mean, it should be a little bit more knowable, but we've never gotten to that stage where we have some sort of certainty in our lives. I know. Um, yeah. And and uh, you're, you're talking with great with the liberal uh, democracy. If you listen close, uh, um, closely, you've heard Republicans refer to liberal democracy in the same sense as your guest spoke. I think Mitt Romney and a couple other and you think, um, you know, their heads would explode by just saying the words uh, liberal. But, I know, and that's the irony of it. And they really did. They asked Donald Trump how he felt about the threats to liberalism. And he said, well, clearly liberalism doesn't work because look at all the homelessness in San Francisco. Because Donald Trump is an idiot who doesn't know what words really mean. Right, right. And um, in regards to your caller said you've got to learn something new every day. But, John... Everybody's told you everything. So ah, very funny. Very funny. Bill, thank you very much. <laughs> Always a pleasure. By the way, in a few minutes, we're going to have Thea with the Minority Report. That's going to be after break, right? I can't, Thea doesn't talk to me anymore. So, yeah. Um, we'll take a break right now. When we return, we'll get to all of your calls. I will thank you for your patience, and we'll have our own Thea Harper. This is Progress. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Ain't got time for an airplane. You have just Mitch from Kent stated me. The Ain't got out of this time room. I don't for even... a fast train. Okay. I'm a coming home. My baby should wrote me a letter. How old was he? How old was he when he did that? He's like 16. Yeah. Johnny Lang was 16 when he did Lie to Me. You know, sometimes these young young white boys can pull it off. But wow. that Steve Winwood is 74 years old today. What a what a voice. And, 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 you know, had a lot of hits in the 80s too. God bless him. Happy birthday, Steve Winwood. I, very nice man. I got to interview him many times when I was a boy, VJ. Hey, you know who I get to interview now? Our own producer, Thea Harper. It's time for another edition of The Minority Report. 
All hail the queen. This woman has to put up with Chris and I all the time. Ms. Harper, welcome back. It's good to have you. Hello, John. How are you dealing with all of our decrepit, lecherous callers? Are they bothering you, Thea? Do you need me to put her on somebody? Uh, no, um, the callers are, are fine. <laughs> I want to tell you guys, when you disrespect Thea, you disrespect Chris. And I don't mind that, but don't disrespect Thea. Um, I, I'm so happy that you're here because uh, yeah. a lot of times you bring uh, a, a light to stories of injustice that aren't getting enough attention. But your story right. tonight is actually something positive about someone we've talked about a lot in the past couple of years who's been the mm -hmm. victim of injustice who might finally be getting some good news. Right, right. So um, a Texas appeals court uh, must reconsider its decision to uphold a five-year conviction for Crystal Mason. Um, and Crystal was sentenced to prison for casting a provisional ballot that was never counted um, in the 2016 election. Um, in 2016, uh, she showed up to the polls to vote while on supervised release for a federal tax felony. She casted um, a provisional ballot because she was adv advised by um, an election worker to do so. She and, had no idea that was a problem, had no right. idea she was doing anything wrong. Right. And um, she, she the, the provisional ballot uh, she casted was rejected because people with felony convictions in Texas cannot vote while they're while they are serving any part of a federal sentence. Right. Yeah. Which I get. And, I get that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the second court of appeals in Tarrant County had said um, in 2020 that Miss Mason's unawareness was irrelevant to her persecution. Um, but the court of uh, criminal appeals disagreed. And there now is a chance that the co conviction can be overturned. Um, and that's because the state laws in Texas stipulate that a person must knowingly vote illegally to be guilty of a crime. It's brilliant. It's so brilliant. I mean, this woman who was, who was sentenced and in, in, she, she voted. That's all she did was vote. And we've seen all these people who voted illegally for Trump, including right. Mark Meadows, who might have voted like three times. Three times, yeah. Three times. <laughs> but he's a white man. And, Chris, and, and by the way, Crystal Mason... She's 47 now. Mm -hmm. She's raised seven kids. Right. She has six grandkids. And she has been just just living in fear under this right. for years. I mean, they, 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 they put her in jail for this. And I, I couldn't believe it to read that it was eight to one, the court ruled that, that this was wrong. They did. Um, you know... You know, this is is good news that they're going to reexamine re the evidence. But at the same time, it's it's frustrating because she never should have been convicted in the first place. Amen. She didn't know that she was ineligible at, uh, to vote and the vote didn't even count, which means she never voted. Also, That's right. 
but they rejected that argument. They rejected that argument, right? The the the, the they court did. said they didn't care that the vote was rejected. Right, they did, but still, also, isn't that what provisional ballots are for? Isn't it used when there are questions about a voter's eligibility? That's right. That must be resolved before they could even count the vote. But they didn't care about that either. They rejected that argument as well. They they mm. rejected the argument that her ballot was uh, because it was rejected, that she didn't vote under the law officially. And they rejected the argument that her conviction should be overturned because mm-hmm. federal law guarantees her the right to vote a provisional ballot. I mean, there were almost 4000 provisional ballots rejected in Tarrant County in the 2016 mm-hmm. election. Let's not forget that's how Republicans win elections. This is Texas. Right. And her, this is Texas. And uh, I'm not surprised at all that it happened. I mean, she she's become a bit of a celebrity in the past couple she, of years. She she introduced better work on stage, didn't she? She did. But also, like, yes, she has become a celebrity a bit, but also her life was turned upside down. You know, Completely. she had to go back to prison. She lost three jobs and she you know, she's the provider for her family. She almost lost her house. Um Yep, you know, but her her lawyers argued that, you know, mm-hmm. this the law in Texas actually says that knowing you're voting illegally was key to being guilty of the crime. That that is correct. Um, you know, there there are so many stories like crystals, and like where where, you know, we're seeing the racial disparities in regards to voting, and we're seeing black people getting harsh punishment for simply yep. not knowing about their eligibility to vote and being criminalized yep. for it. And then and you it's, hear done story... to scare, it's, it's done to scare black folks out of voting, isn't it? I mean, that's why white men get no penalty. They want to scare black folks and people who've done their time and paid their debt out of voting. I, I mean, why else would they do this? Right. And, you know, it's, you know, it's interesting that you, you say that because early on in, um, in Crystal's interview, she, she would say that she would never vote again. And, you know, that's that's what they want, you know, to scare us out of voting and fear that we'd be criminalized for it. And I'm glad she no longer feels that way. Um, and and she also she started an organization called The Fight, where she encourages people to vote and, and educates people on their eligibility to vote. Wow. Did she release a statement today in light of this good news? I know the ACLU was defending her in the in the trial, but did she uh, give out any any statement or say anything? Um, she she did. She did release a statement um, and she said, hang on. Sure. <laughs> um, I am pleased that the court acknowledged issues with my conviction and I'm ready to defend myself against these cruel charges. Um, my oh, sorry. It's That's OK. Okay, my life has been upended, and for what was at worst an innocent misunderstanding of casting a provisional ballot, there was never even that was never even counted. I have been called to this fight for voting rights, and will continue to serve my community. God bless her. You know, it's mm-hmm. like we have this. We literally have a tape of Donald Trump trying to pressure the Secretary of State of Georgia to finding the exact number of votes he needs to win the election in that state. That's legitimate voter fraud. He knows right. he's breaking the law. He knows he's lying. And yet this mm-hmm. woman has had to go through all this suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, then also we hear stories that are, you know, uh, you know, like Tracy K. McKee, a white woman who is yeah. a, a Trump supporter who voted in her dead mother's name and she received no prison time for it. 
Amazing. And then you hear about Crystal, who was uh, convicted for uh, five years. So, yeah. Now, I know that she has remained out of prison on an appeal yes. bond during this time. Yes. That's mm-hmm. how she was able to be the person. And and you know what, man? Beto O'Rourke, the fact that he wanted her to be the person to bring him on stage when he took the nomination for governor shows how many people of conscience in Texas are aware of her story and what a hero she has become for fighting against this injustice. Yes, uh, she she really has um, become someone, you know, it's sad that like she has kind of been been used to, you know, make an example out of, but um, uh, she's someone that's res- resilient and I love what she's doing to um, to serve her community and educate people on voting because uh, it's so important. Amen. Thea, this story makes me so happy. I was not ready to have such a good news today, and this really, really is. Um, Thank you so much for bringing this one to us. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow back in uh, the SiriusXM studios, right? Yes, we'll we'll be back again. They're they're making us go into that big, dark, empty building, aren't they? I'll see you there tomorrow (laughs) night. I hope we get guests at some point soon. Thank you, Thea. You're the best. It's really a pleasure. Thank you. I didn't even know the story until Thea told me, so I'm really, really glad. We're at 866-997-GRID. By the way, there's a great interview with Crystal Mason in The Guardian uh, where she says she knows that this is not over, and it goes through all that she's lost. I mean, lost her home, had to go back to jail, uh, just lost her job over this. Um, What a story of resiliency and, and injustice. And again, they don't go after white people like this. This happened in Texas. Can... Hey Chris, I just add a footnote to that because I was that that Tracy McKee case from Arizona, yeah, uh, infuriated me. It still does because not only did she just get probation, the prosecutor asked for a thirty day jail sentence, and the judge said no. That's that's crazy. That's too much for something like this. We've never given a jail sentence for a voter fraud like this before. And during the case, McKee repeatedly uh, uh, said that it was a a, a stolen election. And that there was widespread voter fraud, even though the only fraud in this case was hers. Wow. Wow. And then you have Crystal, who's like, she, it, it was an accident. Yep. She didn't and need then to you do have this, it. The, a person who did it on purpose. Got a person did it on purpose, like, and their vote was counted. She did it on accident. She was advised wrongly. Her vote was never even counted. And they still tried to throw her back. I mean, they put her back in jail. God bless all the good people in Texas. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Let's get back to the phones. Uh, B-Side Bill, you've been on hold forever, and I thank you for your patience. Hello. Hi, yeah. Bill. Uh, again. I'm, I'm, we, hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. yes can you hear us? Hello. Yes, sir. I can hear you. Right Talk on. Can you hear now. Bill? What? I can't hear you, Chris. I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. Can you hear Chris? I'm a little, a little, I can hear Chris. I can hear both. Okay. I can hear Thea. I can hear all of you. Bill? Terrific. I'm a little bit loopy. I donated blood this morning, so I'm a little bit loopy. But, oh, wow. A couple... Bill, you know, admitting, you're, admitting, admitting you have a problem is the first step. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> you're right, John. A couple blips in history. You remember back William Bennett. He was Reagan's Secretary of Education. Oh, yes, I remember William September, Bennett. September 2005, he, he said these words. He was asked about Social Security being in danger of being insolvent uh, by reducing the number of tax-paying citizens. He, he responded, he said, you could abort every black baby in this country and your crime rate would go down. Yep. That's very heinous. It, it's heinous. Oh, yeah. But, he was also George Bush Sr.'s you know, drug czar. Don't forget that. Yeah, he was Reagan's oh, yeah. education secretary and Bush's drug czar, and it's good he actually came out and said what he feels. I, I agree. And the other thing I wanted to bring up was the uh, murder of George Tillis. You remember oh, George Tiller? George Tiller, yes, the, the doctor. Uh, the doctor. He died May thirty first. I got to get to it. May thirty first, two thousand nine. He yeah. was murdered outside his church. Wasn't even the, the ironic thing. It was outside his church. He was, uh, he was uh, 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 stood there. And he was the, murdered and inside his church, him. actually. Murdered inside his church, I believe. Was it inside? I thought yeah. well, I'm looking at it here. I'm, Might have been I outside. Got, I got him on Wikipedia. We'll yeah. Um, come after Bill, O'Reilly got, Bill O'Reilly gets a lot of credit for that. Yeah. Watch them come after this guy. The guy who shot him, his name is Scott Rowley. They gave him a life sentence. And in Kansas now, watch them go out. They're going to make this guy a patriot and watch him. They'll release him from prison. Okay. And, and unfortunately, I, I, I'm just guessing that, but that's the, that's the road they're going down. Well, hey, but that's, that's how pro-life they are. I mean, how much yeah. more pro-life than you, how, how much more pro-life can you be than you're willing to fucking kill people for it? That's really pro-life. Yeah. That's the pro-lifiest pro-lifer I've ever heard of. Exactly. And that's, that's the future we're facing, unless people wake up. I've been putting the onus on young people. We need young people, and, and, and hopefully they're listening, because they're going to they're gonna be the ones, I think, that's going to save our democracy, them and women, of course. So yeah, hope, I agree. You know, I agree. That's what I'm hoping for. Know, we can all, time will tell. Time will God go. bless. How much blood have you given now, right, Bill? Thanks. How much blood have you given? Well, I'm, I'm hit about 142 gallons. Oh, my God. That Again, is a lot of blood. Vampire's wet dream. Vampire's wet dream. It, Thank you so it much. It really man. is. I'll keep, I'll keep informed, John. Thanks. Talk soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Ken in Arizona, thank you for your patience. Hi. Hello. Hi, Ken. Good evening. Yeah, hi. I have been uh, listening to you for about a year, kind of new. I'm honored. Uh, Thank but, you. Uh, yeah, I uh, usually try to get Tom Harmon. He's great during the day. I do, too. That's he. That's a real radio show. Definitely. So you're a Tom Harmon wannabe? 
Uh, I'm not even. Um, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm not even. I'm. I'm not fit to carry Tom Hartman's uh, uh, thesaurus. He, he's the smartest guy in broadcasting, in my opinion. Well, whatever. I really enjoy uh, listening to you and uh, thank you. your choice of music. But thank somebody you. Uh, a few minutes ago, one of your callers was uh, said um, Trump was saying that uh, there's a lot of homeless in San Francisco and liberalism yes. doesn't work. Well, somebody ought to come to Phoenix. I live. 30 miles from downtown and right across uh, from the state capital of Arizona, you got, I don't know how many thousand people living in tents. The streets are blocked. Yeah. They, uh, I don't, don't ask me where they go to bathroom. I mean, and this is a uh, Republican Senate, Republican house of representatives and, yeah. uh, and the uh, uh, Republican uh, uh, governor to the right of uh, Hitler. You know I mean? And, yeah, uh, but again, but I mean, it happens in red states. It happens in blue states, and they they try to blame it on on yeah. liberals. Uh, they'll try to blame it on conservatives. The fact is, y- you blame it on capitalism. I'm sorry, but any society that allows billionaires and homelessness at the same time just can't survive. It's a society that's not serious about lasting. You're absolutely right, and um, uh, we are the honor of being the uh, ninja turtle state. You know, with the <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how many millions they spent recounting the votes. You know all about That's that, right. don't you? I sure yeah. do. Yeah, and it, and they recounted all the votes. The 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 outside organization, Cyber Ninjas, came in to do it. And what did they find out? They found out that Joe Biden actually got more votes than he got the first time. That's about, what they found about out. About two hundred. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just nincompoops. But again. It, it was all a racket. It's all a grift. They're just trying to get the money of these hardworking conservative white people. And they feed them outrage. They feed them fear. They talk about the illegal immigrants. They'll talk about the drug dealers. They'll talk about transgender people are going to come rape your children in bathrooms. They'll do whatever they do to get the votes. But they're not going to do anything ever on a policy basis to help these hardworking conservative white people. And that's the conservative racket. Yeah, well, they got these uh, idiot uh, uh, wannabe governors, the race coming up. All they do is go down to the border and stand there by the fence for photo ops. And uh, that's all they talk about. They don't talk about what they're going to I'm 82 years old. They don't talk about my, what they're going to do for my Social Security or uh, the economy. Or, no, uh, they got nothing to offer. Anything I give a shit about, you know? Exactly. They got nothing to offer. Nothing. And that's why they have to scare, scare, scare. They have nothing to say to white folks that they can do to make their lives better. All they can do is sell fear to get the votes. And then once they have the votes, they use it all to make the rich richer and to cut regulations and to make it easier for polluters to pollute. And that's the racket. And then while they do yeah, this, well, they pretend to be Christian. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're Christians, all right. The, uh, <laughs> I'm an atheist and about when I uh, was raised in a Baptist family, you know, and, forced to go to summer uh, uh, Bible school wow. and all that stuff. I'm from Indiana, and I just never could, made it never made any sense that there was a uh, invisible friend in the sky that nobody's ever seen that can, uh, knows everything I say or do. It just never made any sense to me. Well, you know what I always say? There's a lot of truth in the Bible. I don't know if there's a lot of facts in the Bible, but I will say that some of the best Christians I've ever met are atheists. And, you know, you don't need to believe in the Bible as literal fact to be a good Christian. Uh, but the people who talk the loudest about Jesus are generally, I have found, the ones who vote against his teachings and legislate against his teachings. Because he was a pretty cool well, liberal that, guy, whether he was real or not. Well, religion has done a lot to uh, 
do some unwanted events in my life and ruin my uh, relation with my family and uh, all that. Uh, uh, I got one daughter back in Indiana. She was 23. I'll make this quick. She's an assembly of God. Uh, wacko is the only way to put it. You know, they talk know. in tongues. She talks in tongues. I'm and so sorry. Uh, when she was 23, she didn't. She did it without asking me. She married a evangelist 55. I'm so sorry. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And but you know what? I, I don't blame. I don't. I don't blame. Like, if there's a God or a Jesus, I don't blame them for that. I blame right-wing fundamentalist religion for that. I've known plenty of decent Christians and Jews and Muslims who've been kind, loving, empathetic people. Uh, it's fundamentalist religion that does all the evil, and that's what I blame for it. I'm so sorry this happened, and I, I hope you and your daughter yeah. can reconcile someday. I really do. No, she doesn't talk to me and uh, all this. It's really oh, I'm so sorry. And, uh, uh, I, can't, I don't have enough time to go into all of it. but uh, No, I, but I understand. Uh, my any religion, too, any, looks, any religion that tells you to not love your family, any religion that takes you away from people, that tells you to exclude people, is a false religion. Go ahead. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my brother lives down in Tampa. It'd be nice if he heard this, but <laughs> well, I don't. But uh, two years ago or so, uh, we were having a talk, just like you and I are not talking about, you know, just a conversation. And I asked him if he had his bleach or whatever for the day. And he got really went and lost it and started calling me names and calling yeah. me stupid and a kid. And he said Donald Trump was just joking. He wasn't serious when he told yeah, you. That's not true. Bleach. And he hasn't yeah. talked to me since. Well, I'm sorry about that, too, but that's what Donald Trump did. He divided families and turned us against each other, and he wasn't joking. You can watch the clip any time. He, and he didn't say bleach. He said inject disinfectant, and he meant it. Uh, you're a gentleman, Ken, and I'm honored you would call the show. Feel free to call any time. I really appreciate your call, and I'm oh, so I sorry you've had to do with you. this. Keep the faith, baby. Hey, thank you for being a nice person. You haven't let these setbacks make you bitter, and I really admire that. Thank you.